come on and sit down and watch this with me. You know you want to watch it. And I want you to watch it too. Come on. So like Julie brings donuts one time, watch. and now every time we get together to watch a movie and record, it's like, who's bringing donuts? <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, I know that that's you because you're just like now got this donut addiction that I think we need to talk about as a family. <laughs> yeah, don't bring donuts next time. It'll do me a big favor. <laughs> oh God. Uh, speaking of things that I feel like we should talk about, uh, tag. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you haven't caught on, we do a shitty movie night. Um, have us and some friends do get together and uh, watch a really bad movie, um, usually Friday nights. Um, and last night was tag. Yeah. And I... I'm not sure it was a horrible movie. Like, I don't think it was a bad yeah. movie. Like, Yeah, and this is what, like, Drew, friend of the pod, was saying because he's really into Asian cinema. And, like, this was actually a full-on just send-up of Japanese cinema by a Japanese director kind of making fun of yeah. Japanese cinema. Right. Yeah, and it, it was it was crazy because, yeah, it's like, I've got this, like, a lot of the same, like, you know, as far as appreciation for that, you know, like... Um, you know, growing up with like a lot of anime, growing up with a lot of uh, like Japanese like action movies, and um, I'm definitely not as near like as in depth as Drew was. So like he like picked up on it. And I was like totally like, oh yeah. As soon as he said, it, I was like, holy shit, I see like what is happening here because right. it's uh, yeah, it's like every single trope from like Japanese like cinema like anime like all of it like just kind of like laid out and it's like criticized as far as um you know like how women's bodies are viewed and like how women are viewed in society and um you know like with you know like my year of japanese history in college i'm obviously an expert but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um but no like honestly it's just like um it's but a very like satirical film and like after looking up the director uh Sion sono I was like, oh, this is, it was intentional. Like, watching the movie, like, having that cultural disconnect, it was like, what's happening, and, like, why is this happening, and is this something, like, yeah, ex again, not being as well-versed right. in, like, hard, like, Japanese cinema. Uh, it was definitely confusing, but it was like, oh, I, I kind of get what's happening. But even now. knowing that, like, even if you're looking at it from that perspective, it's one of the most insane movies I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And you can tell why Western audiences would be like, what the fuck is <laughs> yeah. this? Well, yeah. I mean, it was such a roller coaster of an evening. Well, it's it, like, yeah. I didn't expect to have, a, like, the existential conversation that we did yeah, have. Like, <laughs> seven minutes in, like, a bus full of schoolgirls gets cut in half by the wind, and every girl in there, except for one, is, like, cut in half with it. And we're like, whoa! And then by the end of the night, we're having like a deep discussion about Japanese cinema and criticism of it. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's like, like all just about this guy who's like pretty much playing with like women's bodies. And it's, it's crazy because it's like the first hour of the movie, it's only women. And then like when the men come in, like literally the first man is like a pig. And then from there, it's like they move into like the future where it's like all of these men are just like staring at this woman, like rubbing themselves. Like, yeah, in, like it, a dark alley. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. And it's like very jarring because they move through like these different worlds that turn out to be spoiler alert, like this like video game that this like old perverted man is playing. 
and that like pretty much like all of like the weird like perverted men in the future like are like playing this game and like living this as their life because it's like this virtual world that they can live in now and wow like because that's a, a sorry if i'm going way too deep on no, this but we're like, going awfully good. long on our ramble <laughs> session hey everyone <laughs> well, welcome to i want you to watch this i'm your host dennis stand by for our upcoming episode on tag yeah, I yeah, guess. It's, it's like the black mirror episode i think we yeah. just did it it's definitely worth watching once like for yeah sure you should definitely watch it once yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna see that movie again anyways uh this is i want you to watch this um i'm your host dennis um that was colin and craig uh we were just talking about tag crazy ass movie My now God. we're gonna talk about something entirely different holy south weirdness yeah <laughs> and nascar yeah and well, a lot of things that i'm just not exposed to in general um that's very american yeah uh we did logan lucky uh which is a uh I, I, it's a ocean 7-eleven is probably my favorite that was yeah. the best description one of my favorite jokes yeah. in this movie um, but it, legit, it is Ocean 7-Eleven. I mean, it's a heist movie that takes place in like a NASCAR event. It stars, um, uh, help me out here. Channing Tatum. Yeah. yeah. And I just said Danny Craig. Danny Craig. Danny Craig. Help me out, Danny. Call me, you got my name. Danny C. Adam Driver. Yeah. Hillary Swank is in this. Sebastian uh, Stan. Yeah, Sebastian Winter Soldier. <laughs> yep. um, Seth MacFarland. Oh yeah, yeah. He in this. Yeah, he was the British guy, the energy drink peddler. Oh. Yeah, he was Sebastian Stan's partner in the movie. That's Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah. Um, who else was uh, uh his wife or ex-wife? I know who she. Oh, was. Katie Holmes. Thank you. That was Katie Holmes. Yeah, uh, the ex-wife was Katie Holmes, I, uh, and she's married to the guy who plays Roy on The American yeah. Office. <laughs> I was I was hoping we had a Jordana Brewster in this movie. I think that was Kate, Katie Holmes. <laughs> no, that was, was Katie Jordana Holmes. Brewster. Oh, okay. Dang it. I, I, I like to imagine Jordana Brewster's attached to just car movies. And like, <laughs> that's in her, like, writer. Um. <laughs> but should we, like, start digging into... What this movie was yeah. about? Yeah. Um, I think we'll all kind of take a hand in this. Uh, it um, starts off, Channing Tatum is, like, he works in, like, a, well, for, like, a earth-moving company. And they are, like, contracted to, like, fix these sinkholes underneath this... Uh, racetrack what is it charlotte motor speedway charlotte motor speedway that's a host it's like the central hub of nascar it hosts all the big races like the coca-cola 600 um which comes important later uh and then he gets fired because of insurance liability reasons and at the same day uh his ex-wife is gonna move to like like farther away so it's hard for him to hang out with his daughter that like he has a really good relationship with um and uh then help (laughs) <laughs> he goes to the bar where his brother, who's Adam Driver, is the bartender. He has one arm because he lost it on a tour of duty in Iraq. Um, Seth MacFarlane's character comes in, who's this obnoxious British like um, NASCAR promoter, but also energy drink mogul. And he's kind of making fun it's of like Adam Driver, them. like bullying them. And he gets into a fight with Seth with uh, Channing Tatum. And they destroy uh, his car. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> and then they go back to uh, Channing Tatum's place that night, and then like Channing Tatum like reveals this like plot that he has about robbing NASCAR because there's about this, well he no, has a plot about robbing a bank. Well, yeah. right, a bank, yeah. But then it, it quickly like reveals well, like, the bank is part of NASCAR. Yeah. Well, initially it was supposed to be because like that's like the speedway where they have like I guess all of the races there, and so it's supposed to be like a smaller event initially that right. wasn't NASCAR. Yeah. But they also and, reveal that like the motor speedway is like its own small city. It's got like apartments that people bought up there, and it has its own police force, and it's got its own vault for all of the cash yeah. transactions yeah. that go on there. And so they come up with a plan to rob the vault of the speedway was that an actual thing like hmm. i wouldn't want to read into it because i want i believe that that totally could be the case that people have condos like in the speedway (laughs) i'm not surprised i would not i I am really not i just like it's one of those things that just like sounded like really like outlandish but like hearing it and just being like this is America, so right. I could see that happening. I, it's, I mean, it's for really rich people. Like, it's something that we don't really understand, yeah. you know. But like, just from you know my uh, baseball, my baseball addiction, I've discovered that they, like, yeah, there's like suites you can buy and live in in ballparks if you're rich enough. Yeah. Well, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they plan to rob this rob city, this. essentially, a small city. So they decide <laughs> to enlist Daniel Craig, whose name is. Uh, Joe, Joe Bang, Bang. part of the Bang Bros, <laughs> and he's in prison. So they have they come up with a plan that they're going to break him out to do the robbery and break him back in without anybody noticing because they need him as like a demolitions expert to blow the vault for them. Right? Yeah, but then he, his uh, condition is that his brothers have to be involved in the job for like uh, like collateral or no for you know I like kind of back up for him. Right. And so they, his two brothers get involved and uh yeah. And, and they are like, kind of nice comic relief characters right. throughout the movie. Yeah, they're like like born again criminals, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like they're not very they're not particularly religious, but they just like don't well, do bad things. They're like born again. So it's yeah. like they've like just been like, you know, turn their life over and But they need a, a moral reason to rob, like to be in on the burglary and they're saying like, Oh, we're gonna rob it from this store because this store like they promoted my sister to like head cashier and then the manager got handsy with her and they're like okay well that's moral enough for us yeah that's totally like made up story <laughs> I, know, I don't get it because they're not robbing the store <laughs> no they're no, robbing they're NASCAR all. and then they like balk at that later in the movie like what has NASCAR ever done to anybody NASCAR is great NASCAR is America well, that's, yeah that's because like that store was like the one that was sponsoring the smaller race. the smaller event yeah, that's so right that store was sponsoring it was like you know like the Walt, like a smaller oh, like, Walmart type okay. of deal where they were sponsoring that smaller race because initially it was supposed to be yeah, this really low-key, like, lowest turnout event of the year. Right. And then all of a sudden, everything gets pushed up because it turns out that the job that they're doing on the excavation is moving ahead of schedule. And so they have to move everything up a week, which puts them on with the NASCAR the, race, which is the, the biggest, biggest race of the year. Of the year. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that moves everything up on the timetable, which, you know, again, is just an opportunity for everything to go to shit. And... <laughs> um, yeah, I just well, so yeah, they managed to get they managed to rob the thing. Somehow it seems like they t- returned all the money, but they actually kept some of the money like yeah. secret for long enough that like suspicion was off of them and they like pull off this heist and it's 
a lot of fun. It's a like, blast. Like, this movie is is super, super fun. Yeah. And, like, really keeps you guessing the entire time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 my, I have a note. One of my first notes is, I love movies. And then uh, I added to it later on, times two. And then later on, turbo. Um, because this movie just gets more and more enjoyable as it goes. And as, like, the characters get developed. And that's something that, like is like really cool to me um to, to like watch happen where like i don't know with like the all of like the action movies that are comparable or whatever like like uh marvel cinema movies or whatever they're really quick with the character development so yeah. like i feel like this one like really had a good pacing for it you know where you weren't really sure who these characters were until like the real thick of it and then once it really hits it really counts you know yeah. like who everyone is being well and then even at the end there's like still like even more like you know the story within the story the heist within the heist yeah that's been going on this whole time because uh the logan brothers like have their own like you know like how they want or how they're planning everything for everything to go and they're only telling uh you the know bang like, brothers, yeah, the like, bang brothers uh, like what part they of it. want them to know and so throughout the movie you see like i love how they continually set this up where they lay out all these puzzle pieces where you know you see them like doing these like random kind of like you know like seemingly random things that turn out to be, you know, like when um, Joe goes to buy like the beer and then he like asks for gummy bears. Yeah. And then it's like, that's like a part of like what he needs to like build this like explosive device that he has. <laughs> and it's like, they keep doing that. Like where they started out with like these puzzle pieces, do it to like solve this thing. And then it's like the next level raises the stakes a little bit more. And then like right. the next level raises the stakes a little bit more. And then at the end, it's like this whole thing where all of these puzzle pieces like come together to fill this other side puzzle that was going on at the same time where the Logan brothers have their secret plan that they're doing on the side to make sure that they, no one gets caught in like just like an extra layer of added security. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's the scene where the, like they're painting the cockroaches and I'm like, I'm so like intrigued as to like how this is going to play into the plan. Like, you know, it's going to play. Yeah. yeah, Like this obviously has to be part of like the heist. And like this movie keeps doing that where it's like, they show you something and you're like, this has got to be like a part of the plan. And I can't wait to figure out how. Yeah. Well, and then even, uh, they do things like that where you don't even necessarily think that, like the gummy bears things. And yeah, like, oh, like, like okay, he's, he's been just, in prison. Maybe just like wants some gummy, just wants bears. gummy bears. Like, but no, like that's actually part of his heist plan is he needs these gummy bears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of prison, can we talk about this? The greatest joke in the that movie? was the funniest <laughs> thing I've seen in a movie in so long. So at one point, there's a um, part of the leopard plan is to kind of distract, like. Um, uh, I don't know. I guess distract well, the warden the and like the the, whole, put the, the whole prison on lockdown yeah. so that nobody will notice. Is that a prison a prison riot goes down? Yeah. So let's get a little background because like so Adam Driver uh, Clyde Logan essentially gets himself locked in prison so that way he can help Joe Bang escape from prison. Right. And they have to do it without them being noticed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So like as you're saying, like they start a, a prison riot, quote unquote, where right. they take the guards hostage yeah and yeah. and they've like locked down the cafeteria and uh by the way one of the factors in this movie is luck and i like it because i was like motherfucker like this thing wouldn't have gone off without a few factors of luck one <laughs> of them being the weird prison warden being like there's nothing wrong with this prison you know yeah. and then really looking out on that whole factor i mean i feel like that's something they could count on like because within the american prison system yeah. there's a lot of shady shit that there's goes there's down and it's like and no, think, we don't want anybody to know about this it's like, it's still a roll of the dice yeah. but you know it works out well movie. i think they establish also that daniel craig knows that about this warden that he knows like we don't have these problems at this prison because like, he repeats he, it multiple yeah times. he said he's constantly saying we don't have this at this prison we don't have that at this prison yeah uh. 
I didn't catch on to that. Anyways, um, so Prison Riot goes down, and like then at one point they ask for like demands and stuff, and like <laughs> mind you, these are like grown men like, these incarcerated are, for in, years, these and, are like, inmates in a prison. Yeah, and like their demands are like uh, the next books of Song of Ice and Fire, the George Martin <laughs> book series that the popular TV show Game of Thrones is based on, and it's uh, the two movies or the two books that haven't been released. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> and then the, one of the prisoners is like, "That's bullshit." George R. R. Martin said that book was gonna be out two years ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's still not out yeah, the like, word is just like no no i have i'm reading the wikipedia page here <laughs> they said that his uh production schedule like uh or his promotion schedule like just was too overwhelming and that it, uh, it hit in his writing schedule he's like that's bullshit man because <laughs> we got two guys that came in like two months ago and they said that like a bunch of stuff that happened with the uh the dragon queen that we haven't seen yet and he's like no 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 so what happened is the show has now overtaken where the books were the books are not yet <laughs> and they're like whatever man <laughs> it's, it's like the same conversations that like we've had, we've had yeah. these exact same conversations, but it's so funny that it's happening in the prison and their demands are the new song of ice and fire books that aren't out <laughs> And they can't understand why. <laughs> Definitely the best joke oh. in the movie. Um, <laughs> uh, gosh. Uh, I felt like, uh, um, kind of jumping around here, uh, when the uh, Seth MacFarlane's character like comes into the bar and like starts like bullying Adam Driver, like there's like a lot of like amputee and like handicap jokes being tossed around, and I thought that was pretty antiquated. Antiquated, like. I mean, weird. I like, think that was like supposed. Like he's just supposed to be just like, like that a much of a dick. Yeah, like they're supposed to make asshole. you hit, like hate the character. Yeah, so okay. they're they're making like, him but, that despicable. On yeah, because like yeah, by the end where it's like even like the FBI agents are like yeah, whatever you say, dude. Like right, they're just like true. fuck off. I also love that there were like more British people in North Carolina than there were black people. Oh other yeah, than in jail. Other, other than, than in jail, jail. yeah, jail. that is that's an issue. But it's also about NASCAR, yeah, mostly. No, yeah, so I mean, a lot of what you're seeing outside <laughs> of like the main characters is just people at NASCAR events, and I don't know how popular but, that is. That also you know? happened in another movie that we saw that took place in the South. Oh, brother, where art thou? Where uh, yeah. all the black people were in jail in that movie, and yeah, huh? <laughs> Maybe movies that, movies that take place in the South just don't have black people that are not in jail <laughs> i wonder why yeah um <laughs> uh, i have uh <laughs> uh so midwestern cross out southern when i realized that this is a very southern movie um, well they say multiple times that it takes place in west virginia and like north carolina and then they just yeah. sing the song country road country roads like... to much more like emotional effect than it has in kingsman when merlin is going to die <laughs> oh, i was way more emotionally affected by the crowd starting to sing country roads that's with also the little girl two channing tatum than... movies with the song in it too that's right <laughs> wow wow and i that... wonder if he just really likes that song maybe <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, actually, like, I did, like, tear up a little bit. I, yeah. Oh, so I, like, I, 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 like, got really a little adorable. misty when the whole crowd starts singing with the little girl. And it was right. like, oh, Because she was supposed to sing uh, Umbrella, Umbrella by Rihanna. Yeah. And, like, her, like, her dad is, like, you know, kind of, like, she kind of, like, is party to, like, kind of her parents kind of, like, fighting a little bit about, like, her. And, uh, and it's, uh, the mom is, like, saying that she's going to try and get, like, sole custody of her. And so this is kind of like the moment where the mom sees 
how much like how important like having like the dad in her daughter's life is uh which is really an awesome moment to like have that actually portrayed in like a really good way of doing that without just having them like have like some sort of like yelling like fest, yeah or like. or without it being you know corny or something yeah like, right. it's it's like it really works and it makes sense that she has this realization yeah and yeah, it was it was such a, that's like probably the first time I've like really 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 like liked that song in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And it was um it was bizarre to see the very very disturbing uh, media of child a beauty pageant um not being I mean it was creepy still because it's child beauty pageant, but it wasn't like there was no creepy elements on this, like it's like she was the one that was into yeah, it. Yeah, she was like really pushing. She for was it. Like, like, like little girl was the only one that was really into her. Her parents were like, Whatever you want to do, honey, you know. Yeah. yeah. And like that was the only way that I could see that like <laughs> No, because like when he was like spraying her down, like <laughs> like doing like the spray tan thing, I was just like uh but it was but, like but it's they established still funny. that it was like she like was pretty much like daddy like do this, do this please like, please. I wanted, like yeah. not saying that but, you know every child should just always get what they want but you know no. but the way he's applying the spray tan is with like a paint gun for painting a car so it's still like a spread, comedic you know? like, <laughs> for all the tanning that i do you know oh yeah uh, guys you don't know this but craig is tanning all yeah. the time dude yeah like we usually are picking him up from the tanning like salon it's pretty it's pretty ridiculous yeah um yeah, how are those gift cards working out for you <laughs> at the beach <laughs> i wonder if they have those commercials other places <laughs> at the beach <laughs> the band. i bet oh. we can get a sponsorship from them yeah i bet we could <laughs> we've been picking up more hey more hey copies. speaking of that do we have a do we have a sponsor this week uh, guys? yeah actually we do we do have a new sponsor this week um uh, i actually got a new copy um uh, from the makers of Rage Quit comes God damn it, the product the product for everyday frustrating needs. Need to add some unnecessary woe and doubt into your daily ability? Pick up God damn it today. With its patented neuroaffecting design, Goddammit affects a wide variety of abilities from simple agility tasks like tying your shoelaces and handling doorknobs to time management abilities like forgetting the pizzas in the oven and, for parents, forgetting to pick up your sixth grader from school to truly make you feel like the incompetent, bubbling, mouth-breathing, dummy dum-dum that you truly are. Use promo code WATCHTHIS to get 10% off your first, your first sample of Goddammit. Visit Goddammit.com, promo code WATCHTHIS. If it's from the same makers of Rage Quit, then I'm going to have to check that out because I'm a big fan of Rage Quit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, I like I sometimes just have a controller that like it works too well and I haven't broken it. So <laughs> like I just Rage Quit works really well to help you just break those excess controllers. You, you know, yeah. I mean, I just have so many like I don't know why I buy them in the first place, but I just it's just nice knowing that I have Rage Quit there for when I need it. Right. It's just and and that's how you know you're going to get a good quality product with goddammit as well. Oh you know, yeah. To extend I'm sure. that frustration into your daily life and just, you know, away from your video game world. Oh, so yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, IRL, goddammit. Yeah, it's IRL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, it's good we're pulling more sponsorship. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, we're But yeah, we're making um, it, you guys. So uh, so, so back to uh, Logan Lucky. Um uh what uh, what? Any more notes that you guys have for this? Uh, his boss is played by Jim O'Hare, who plays Jerry on The Office. So when he got <laughs> fired, I just wrote, "God damn it, Jerry!" <laughs> there you go, using our sponsor already. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah, brand integration. Yeah, That's yeah. what you get when you sponsor this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's seamless, really. Um, I, I also love how they're like, quote unquote, like 
their go word was like cauliflower. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that was really funny. My, was, <laughs> last time you said cauliflower, I I spent six months in, like uh, like inside. It's like that was juvenile. I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also just the way he says, "Did you say cauliflower to me?" Yeah. <laughs> well, this is like right after they like like we're watching uh, Seth MacFarlane's character like his car burn. Right. After like they, the bar fight, Adam Driver, uh, Clyde just like tosses like a Molotov cocktail into his car, <laughs> and then like as they're like watching the car burn, uh, Channing Tatum yeah, takes like his cronies' like, phones and throws them into and the just, fire. Just like walks away, and then like Adam Driver just like walks between them as they're like watching the car burn. It's just like, did you say cauliflower? <laughs> did you just say cauliflower? <laughs> I loved Adam Driver's character. Adam this Driver is probably my is favorite amazing. Adam Driver. Yeah. Like, I yeah. haven't seen uh, a whole lot outside of uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Actually, I had never watched Girls, um, but yeah, uh, that's really the only Adam Driver I've seen is, is in Star Wars. We should watch that one where it's like he's like a pilgrim. Like he does a big. He's like a Christian pilgrim into the oh, east. You know what I'm talking um, about? Uh, with uh, Andrew Garfield in yeah. that one. Um, Silence or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, and then he's also in a movie called Driver, where it's like he plays <laughs> a bus driver. Oh, no, that, or... that movie's called um, Patterson. Oh, Patterson, yeah, yeah, about a driver, a bus driver played by Adam Driver. And it's like <laughs> it's like a poem or something. It's, it's like it? an like... art movie. I watched like, I don't know, 30 minutes of it and was like, yeah, I kind of get what this is. I'm not too stoked to watch the whole thing. Yeah. This has been in the passenger seat. Adam Driver speaking. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I really like Adam Driver, I gotta say. Yeah, um, he was he was great in this movie. And I loved Daniel Craig in oh, this yeah. movie. It was so fun to see him just being like a Southern American oh, yeah. like crazy dude. Oh yeah, I have another. I don't care that Daniel Craig's Southern accent sucks. I really just yeah he's not really pulling it off that well they're yeah. like there's a few phrases where it just like he's almost fully british right. but but he's doing like a weird affect of like a character that it like kind of, it's well disguised. yeah it, it masks it well enough and the, like his character is so much fun that you can ignore the accent right. yeah um were you guys confused with like <laughs> i i get i get kind of confused sometimes like with like characters that look a lot alike like I felt like the women in this movie kind of looked a lot alike. Uh, yeah, there the, was the sister and the ex-wife. Yeah, or... yeah, and then, like I, I wasn't sure if uh, Millie was like was uh, Channing Tatum's like girlfriend. For no, a bit. no, that's she, her sister. Right, that, like, she's their sister. It was her sister. Like I was like, and then like, and then the 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 step husband, like the ex-wife's husband. Like was confronting Millie, right? Like they always had a confrontation. Yeah, because that's right? why she in the end she's the one that stole his car. Okay, so that uh, they were getting into a fight, and then she's like, "Just steal this car." Right, and, and like their whole confrontation is that he wants her to buy a car from him, right? Because she's driving around in this older car, and he's always making fun of her car, but she's like making fun back of him because he can't drive a stick. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because for a while there, I was like. Wait, are they like? I thought that was like they were they were married. Like that that was the ex wife. Like, well, because in felt that like, during that scene, well, because it felt like for a moment, like he was like hitting on her. Right. It did seem like that, but <laughs> and then yeah, and then it was just like kind of just like I think he might have been kind of, and she was just like yeah, no fuck you, dude. Like, right. Uh, but yeah, that was a weird. Right. Yeah, she definitely like had like moments where like for a little while I wasn't sure like what her relationship was to everyone. Right. Like, I definitely get that. And then it was kind of like, okay, I think I see where we're going with this. Right. Uh, 
because she was a sister, but they just actually explained that. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was confused for a little while too, as, <laughs> as far as what her relationship was to everyone else. Okay, good. Um, I do love like the kind of like the uh, the ingenuity of this movie, like where it's like these characters aren't like you know like academics or anything like that, right. but it's like. Uh, you know, like that scene where uh, Daniel Craig Joe is like building this explosive device with like the gummy bears, and he like writes out like this like equation, and right. I'm like, well, like how it all makes sense, and it's like totally like kind of like that like meth lab science, you know? Oh like, yeah, <laughs> it's like we're dealing with science here. Yeah. <laughs> is it twenty or is it thirty? We are dealing with science here. <laughs> but then they send like the improvised bomb, which is made out of like. Uh, like bleach pens and gummy bears and like salt substitute salt substitute in a plastic bag they send that through the pneumatic tube and it comes back and they're like oh god it's like oh i see what i did i twisted the bag one too many times (laughs) he does and it goes in and it blows up the whole thing (laughs) sweet like this movie just had so many great moments in it Uh, that being one um I, I wrote down because this is a thing that bothers me in movies is when people who aren't Californians give directions yes! like Californians. Yes! The people are like, these are people in West Virginia. And you're like, you take the 85 to the like park highway and get on the 70. And then you're like, you're not going to want to take the I-19 because that's going to be blocked as hell as time of day. Like. <laughs> no, people in other places other than California don't talk like that right people st- stop writing that into your movies <laughs> right yeah. yeah i totally thought it was like the californians like the, <laughs> yeah. SNL the snl sketch, sketch. Yeah. and it pulls me out of a movie every single time because movies are so written by people in california who don't realize how californian that sounds to everybody else <laughs> oh yeah it's not like well for instance our interstate through the state is i-70 and if it was California, it would be the, the 70. 70. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not true. Like, no. That's just. No, we no. call it I 70. It's I 70. It's not the 70. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm good we got that clear. <laughs> and now that's going to drive me insane. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, uh, I felt uh, like Hillary Swank was an interesting addition late in the movie. Yeah. Um, just it, because I haven't seen Hillary Swank in a while and I've seen her in some really good stuff. Yeah. And not to say that this isn't a bad movie, it's just. I don't know. Well, I think, even, and for this movie, like, she, it was, like, really understated, but for this movie, I feel like it was really her, like, chewing the scene. Oh, yeah. Like, she, I, 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 like I, I, in I, I, a real understated way. Yeah, though. she wasn't, like, over the top, but it was, no, like, she very... was she was doing Batman, guys. This is Hillary Swank <laughs> doing Batman. Like, if you think about it. Like, her whole voice affect and everything was Batman. <laughs> I could see that for sure. Because <laughs> it was, like, and it wasn't even, like, it was... The way she, like, even moved, like, her, like, hand movements were so just, like, like, very, like, precise, and you could tell that, like, it was, like, very intentional. Right. And it was, like, just hilarious, like, how much she was eating the scenery without, right. with, like, doing so little. Just well, putting, like, subtly eating the scenery. Yeah. Just, just daintily chewing just at it from on the, the scenery. From the corners. Yeah. But, it, but it, it was so fun to just be watching this, and, like, the heist has already happened, and, like, they're already, supposedly the money has already been returned, but the FBI is showing up to investigate, like, oh, wow, Hillary Swank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's like one of those things where it's like they could have probably ended the movie before that, but it was like, no, this is actually nice. Like, yeah, it was nice. <laughs> uh, this movie was just really nice. I really liked it. Yeah, it's um, just like kind of a home run of entertainment. Yeah, I really like um, heist movies as they are, but 
a problem with this subgenre is that if they're bad, they're really bad because you could just see them coming from a mile away. And yeah, and, yeah, and this, like, I had no idea. Oh, like, no. Point. And once it's like the money has been returned, it throws this whole other wrinkle into it. You're like, oh, what the hell? Right. And then they figure out, like, how they actually did get the money and, like, somehow the money was returned and it's insurance scam for the Speedway and yeah. all this. Like, it's, it has a lot of levels to it. Right. Yeah, and it turns out it's, like, pretty much just like a victimless crime at the end of the day because it's like the speedway made all their money back and more probably right like right. and they like literally paid out like every single person that like had any like uh like hand in this like whether or not if they, they knew, knew it or, it. or yeah. not yeah like, like uh, for glina was, yeah yeah for glina who yeah, like glina got no respect but then no she got a yeah, but then glina gets money. Yeah, later on <laughs> at the end of the movie so. i mean earlier no because it was shitty because yeah like they deliver the cake and then it's like everyone like goes in and then like they eat the cake and then they just like lock the vault and like yeah. oh, go back to work and the person who like was responsible for the cake being there like they just like leave her like no cake yeah <laughs> and then cockroaches get on it yeah <laughs> she's like i don't even get to finish my cake no respect for glina um yeah gosh so much fun so as much fun as it is, it didn't uh, do well. It had a twenty-nine million dollar budget and only made twenty-seven. I, you know what? I think I blame. Um, I remember when this came out. This was like uh, last July year. last yeah. year, and it was right around when uh, um, that uh, got help me out. Uh, we all went and saw it. Valerian? No. Or... Well, that then, yeah. But it was another movie that we saw. Fate of the Furious? No. Um, yeah. Gosh. Uh, Really funny director. It was Baby Driver. Oh, oh. yeah, Edgar Wright. Yeah, Baby yeah, Driver. and I think Baby Driver just trounced this movie. And I could see that. Yeah, cause <laughs> yeah, because they're kind of similar in tone and like the type of movie you want to go see is like, oh, let's go see a fun, you know, stylistic movie. Yeah, like Edgar Baby Wright, Driver or <laughs> Edgar Wright or Steven Sodenberg. <laughs> 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 but yeah no he did a really good job but on this like this Sundberg is, yeah. crushed this movie yeah. oh it was great yeah. yeah i'm really glad we did it um it was one of those that would totally fly under the radar and i it would be years yeah. before i'd remember to do it and i'm glad we did it yeah even though it lost money it has a 7.1 on imdb it has a 93 percent rotten tomatoes and a 75 percent audience tomatoes so the people who did see it liked it good like us yeah <laughs> so that said I want you to watch this. Yes. Isn't that a fun little dovetail I did there? <laughs> Is it a dovetail? Well done. Anyways. <laughs> cap. Cap all those loose ends. Loose end tying. Um, cool. Well, that's our review. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, next is uh, any kind of recommendations that we have um, that you guys would like like um, like to discuss i have one before uh yeah, colin you, takes you, it from me no I've, you go no i was trying to think of one so please freedom please it's yes the, the podcast freedom um, i will i will double down on that yeah i i highly recommend the podcast freedom um it is lauren lapkiss paul f tompkins and scott ackerman and they're just shooting the shit uh that's really the end of the podcast it's just that just being funny and i'm so glad this podcast exists because one of the things that i do revisit a lot in my uh my comedy podcast archives is the uh, best of uh, comedy bang bang tour, which featured the three of them. And those episodes are just them just shooting the shit. And so, and then like playing clips from yeah. the shows on the tour, but yeah, the bulk of it is just the three of them sitting around talking. And right. so, and so a whole podcast of that is awesome. Yeah. And so yeah, that's what I recommend freedom. Check it out. Uh, I've got a few recommendations. Uh, so I've got, 
Titan Souls. It's a video game. It, I think it came out in like 2015. Uh, but it's kind of like old school, like Legend of Zelda kind of like feel. It's like overhead 2D. Um, but you have uh, one weapon and it's a single arrow and you have to take down these monsters. So it's like a little, little like Shadow of the Colossus kind of a little bit because you're just this tiny person trying to take out these huge things. Uh, and it's one of like the simplest and hardest games that I've ever played, uh, but it's really fun. As uh, a Titan Souls uh, podcast, I recommend Query. It's uh, Cameron Esposito, who's a comedian, and uh, each week she speaks with someone in the uh, like queer community, and um, they just talk about like random things. I've listened to like a couple of episodes so far. Um, after I heard about it, listening to Keep It. And one last one is Monstrous, a comic book series by Marjorie Liu, uh, written by Marjorie Liu and written or drawn by Sana Takeda. And it is a uh, amazing like fantasy world that is uh, so just like immersive from like the first page that you read and like so beautifully drawn um, that it's yeah, it's like an instant classic it's it's amazing and yeah read it <laughs> monstrous and those are my recommendations sweet what do you got colin i will recommend uh womp it up it is a spin-off podcast from comedy bang bang it's um the characters marissa wampler and charlotte listler uh doing their own podcast it's like marissa's senior podcast project but they talk to all the people and like the different comedians who are coming on as characters as different characters in the uh, marina del rey community and it's always just fun crazy times with uh, marissa listler and charlotte or marissa wampler and charlotte listler it's, it's a I, funny show. I love those characters that podcast is a lot of fun um, yeah yeah just <clears throat> more zany improv greatness yeah um so yeah uh cool uh, what 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 movie are we doing next week? Uh, so we've got one that's recommended to us by Lance and mm-hmm. our buddy Lance, and he's going to be joining us. Sweet for Celeste and Jesse Forever. Okay, it is Rashida Jones and Andy Samberg. Uh, I believe it's going to be a rom com. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's going to be interesting. I'm I'm kind of excited. I kind of got uh, just looking at the cover and not knowing anything else about it kind of got um they came together kind of vibes off of it but oh, okay. this might be because of who's in it who's in yeah. it yeah. yeah um cuz those are both like very funny people and also like really good actors so right um yeah we'll see how it goes oh i'm I'm, I'm excited for what uh what, what Lance would bring you know he's yeah. got he's got a critical mind and i'm a really uh uh, hold his opinion high so i'm excited to see what he's uh, suggesting uh cool so next week i'm sorry what is it called again <laughs> celeste and jesse forever celeste and jesse forever so that'll be the next movie that we're gonna do um in the meantime in the meantime you can find us on twitter at iwytwt well, of course you can we're on twitter at iwytwt um i am at the d bucks I'm at Capaticus. I am at Pillin Lunch. And you can follow us on Facebook. Uh, there's a little Facebook group called uh, facebook.com forward slash group forward slash IWITWT. And we take recommendations for movies um, all the god dang time. Uh, we've been really good about it this year. We've been doing a lot of recommendations. Uh, so thanks. Thanks for everyone that's been giving us recommendations. Um, you can send those our way either Twitter or at that Facebook page um, that we are t- t- telling you about. Um, do we have any shout outs? Anyone want? someone to shout out someone someone cool 
and you love uh i shout out amanda last week right yep yeah yep. well she's still cool. awesome so <laughs> <laughs> uh cool uh so yeah uh just um follow us um thank us and like us <laughs> thank us <laughs> Thanks. Yes, send us a handwritten thank you card. Send us your thanks, your praise. Bow down to us. <laughs> we need accolades, people. Give me awards. I just really need external validation, and guys. You, but you can do this all via a um, a review on Twitter or wherever or, you're catching this or podcast. Or iTunes or yeah. Stitcher, wherever they are. Rate, review. Help just us pretty out. much wherever you're, ca- you're catching this podcast. Uh, and there's a rate button. Rate us, review us. Uh, it helps us spread the word. We are Do It Yourself Podcast, and we need you to help us. Cool. Join us next week. Bye. I said I want you to watch Watch this. Watch this. Watch the fucking movie.